0: We are joined by Tim Hudak, former leader of Ontario's Conservatives, now at the Ontario Real Estate Association. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John Moore. All right, so let's dispense with this one quickly. Our friend Joe Warmington once again confirming that John Tory has no intention of getting into the mayor's race and trying to win his own seat back.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, true in both respects. I think John Tory would run, if, or sorry, would win if he ran for mayor again. And and John Tory clearly has chosen family uh, over running for public office. And ultimately, that's the call you make and the right decision. You know, I just had two recent focus groups. I was with a, a large group of realtors and also with uh, parents from a daughter's school. Both groups said, I wish John Tory would run again. So the poll's probably right, but I think he's right in not doing it.
0: There is a uh, proposition to rename Young Dundas Square after Gordon Lightfoot. Would you be in favor of that?
1: Love it. Love it. Lightfoot Square, John. Man, I mean... Couple things on this. In the time where you know we tend to tear everybody down, where we are tearing down statues, the notion of building one up, I'm getting behind it. I I like Lightfoot. I think the case is compelling. It's a heck of a lot better name than Young Dundas Square, as you pointed out. And Aaron Barbarian, he cooks a mean steak. Smart guy, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and he was he was a champion of making Young Dundas Square in the first place, along with Sam Snyderman, you know, who had the senator, son of Sam, the record man, and I, I. never really thought of it but it is a dull name it has a a place that that could electrify tourists and residents uh, alike and the notion that uh gordon lightfoot you know did 170 some performances at massey hall you know just a a block or so away i was there when he came back just uh just a year and a half ago did all kinds of taverns and coffee houses in the neighborhood you know a a great canadian what the heck john the the worst thing they could do by the way city council is two proposals right Naming it Lightfoot Square. I think they should. I'm behind it. The other one is to name November 17th Gordon Lightfoot Day. That's the worst spot you want to be. You know, I used to get sick and tired of the legislature when the best thing an MPP could come up with for the Private Members' Day was to name the day after somebody. I looked this up. November 17th is also National Unfriend Day. (laughs) So i got to stay away from that one. It's National Take a Hike Day, National Homemade Bread Day, National Baklava Day. That day is already crowded. Let's do the Park Square instead of naming a day.
0: All right. You came with research this morning. Um, The first candidate has declared that he's into the race for the Liberal leadership. I don't know much about uh, Nate Erskine-Smith, perhaps you do.
1: I like him. Um, you know I, what I've noticed uh, when talking to liberals, um, particularly young liberals, uh, is um, a bit of a youthful energy they find attractive. Somebody not associated with the previous government that's going to have the, uh, the the dynamism and the charge to actually get a really tough job done after losing two elections, being deeply in debt and demoralized. That, that's a that's at least a two election uh, endeavor. So I, I like the notion. I think he fits that. I, I will say, John, that routinely people associated with one party do an absolutely lousy job at guessing the leader of another party. They routinely get it wrong. They don't understand the culture. But having been there, when I saw the story, I remember when I launched my bid for the Ontario PC Party leadership. I descended the steps of Queen's Park and onto uh, the the garden in front of Queen's Park. I had a wing of MPPs who were supporting me on either side. I launched as a front runner and finish that way. It is a special moment you think long and hard about. If I had one criticism, I think his video was, was long and unfocused. I didn't see a particular vision there other than sort of the youthful energy and I will rebuild together. I do think Bonnie Crombie would be their best choice. I think she's electable in one election, uh, not two. But if you want a builder, somebody who's going to dig and hustle, this guy's off to a good start. All right. Well, Bonnie's got to learn to do shorter interviews. But, you know, I think
0: she already knows that. (laughs) Uh, Canadians don't seem to hate Pierre Polyev anymore. And since that is practically liberal currency, that's not great news for Justin Trudeau.
1: Yeah, he's going to win. He's our next prime minister. I've been predicting that for some time on More in the Morning. I'm a fan of his. Uh, he was a, quite supportive of me when I was leader, and I will be that way for. Him. There's that old expression, um, John, you know, don't compare me to the almighty, compare me to my opponent. And that will certainly be the route that a very tired looking Justin Trudeau government will take, an all out attack on Pierre Polyev. And sometimes it can work. I mean, under the pressure of campaign, Andrew Scheer came across as you know, not credible, not steady. There are questions about his history, his, his early job, his American citizenship, all that. He was back footed. Aaron O'Toole, under the pressure campaign, came across as, quite frankly, weak, uh, not control of the party. There was just not that sense of command that you want in somebody in the top job. And Polyev, know him well, strong, he's gutsy, I think a very effective communicator. He knows what he is all about and where he wants to take the country. I think those are very compelling uh, values and characteristics that will actually take him through that onslaught. And I do think fundamentally Canadians are looking for a change.
0: What do you make of the stubbornness, I guess, of this urban myth uh, that people in positions of power continue to buy into the idea that schools are now catering to kids who identify as cats? So they're putting litter boxes in the bathroom and it doesn't take a lot of digging to establish this is actually more about tapping into the fear that people have about gender minorities and, and, you know, inclusive bathrooms and stuff like that.
1: Maybe it is. Uh, Well, uh, I guess b- bad news uh, crosses the world before good news gets its pants on. So people don't like to dig. They, I guess, they like to believe. So this actually came up. We had a, uh, a training session with some of our realtor leaders, and we regularly have a lawyer who updates uh, us on trends when it comes to to labor laws. And there was actually a case, I believe, in Ontario, uh, of a man who wore a unicorn outfit to the workplace and said that he identified as a unicorn. And I, I'm sorry, it's, f- it's fuzzies or furries. I get the two mixed up furries. Furries. Okay. So, and would claim to be a furry. And then there is some kind of workplace compromise where he took off the, the unicorn tail and horn. This, this seemed ridiculous, but I guess it is actually moving through in, in case law. And there's an issue around, did the workplace have any kind of dress code? So, Look, I, I didn't react that way, nor did the crowd, because then this cat rumor spread quite quickly. I, I don't think maybe it is uh, an objection to gender identity and discomfort with that. I actually saw it as a furry thing. I, I just I actually saw that as a, 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 a genuine case. Having heard one just a few moments ago, uh, that people were expressing themselves in this way and pushing the envelope. I, I didn't see it as, as being anti any particular group. I thought Alarm is Furry, so I took it at face value. I'm glad to see it's not true. And another
0: lifestyle story we're talking about today is uh, Solo Dining, and a new restaurant is opening in Toronto. Um, I don't know why they have to make it look like a library studying hall, because, uh, you know, I, I'm perfectly happy eating by myself with a newspaper and a glass
1: of wine at a at a table and facing down all the other clients. <laughs> you know, you and I are cut from the same cloth, and I actually, I, inter- I mean... My favorite company, obviously, with Debbie, adding the girls, that's a nice time. But I spend a lot of time on on the road as part of the job going to conventions and visiting other real estate associations. And, and I actually sometimes look forward to eating alone. That's the George Surrogate song comes head? I, I eat alone with bourbon scotch and beer, I guess. But I actually like it. I will tend to sit um, at the bar. I like soaking up the energy of the place. I can talk to the bartender. Or I get a high top, bring my uh, iPad with me, get some work done, eat slowly, and enjoy the place. I was actually down in Naples last week and research places because I was going to be eating alone particular night. Found an awesome taco bar. I said, I'll have some uh mexican uh, food uh did my research there was actually an outdoor bar i could i could sit at the place was fun they had a game on i enjoyed myself completely what's wrong with this Yunnan place john is they're gonna like shoehorn us into these little cubby holes like i'm in a 1970s sort of library staring at the wall it reminds me of when my parents punished me for misbehaving at the table have to eat facing the wall i don't want to do that again it sucks all the life out of it so right idea I would be there, but poorly executed. I'll take my taco bar instead. Thank you, sir. Good to have you this morning. Have a great day. That is Tim Hudak, former leader of the Ontario Conservatives. He's now, as he mentioned, at the Ontario Real Estate Association.